0: Welcome to From the Den podcast, providing bears and NFL fans alike with compelling news, discussion, and debate. I'm your co-host Benjamin, joined alongside my dear friend and co-host, Or. Hey Benjamin, let's get right into it. As always, kickoff starts now. Episode 26 of From the Den, baby. Boy, was it an exciting week in both the NFL and with the Chicago Bears. We're going to get into the Bears later, but as has become the norm, we're going to start off with just reviewing all of the games in week three, then giving our predictions for week four, then we'll go on to the Bears. First of all, I think... Uh, after looking through the picks maybe I have to look through them again pretty sure I went 10 and six this week on my picks which obviously is a big step down from 15 and one last week but I'll take it also just a little side note the Bengals and um Eagles tied this week but I gave Orin the win he picked the Bengals to win I picked the Eagles to win just because the Eagles were favored to win the game so uh Oren had, had the better odds on this game so that's why I'm giving him the win So. Oran, do you know what you went this week? I'm not sure. (laughs) So maybe you can look through it and count. Yes. At some point, but I'm pretty sure I went 10-6. and Okay, so I'm just going to start right off now with the games of the week. Starting off Dolphins-Jaguars, we had uh, the rivalry between the facial hair. We had the rivalry between Fitzmagic and uh, Minshew Magic, and Fitzmagic pulled out with a victory. I think that, honestly, Ryan Fitzpatrick enjoys playing for these crappy teams and just coming out and getting them victories. He seems like he's just out there having fun throwing touchdown passes and maybe, you know, Minshew mania and the Jaguars as a whole were a little bit too hyped up as they really collapsed. James Robinson, their running back looked great, but aside from that, you know, they look pretty bad on all facets. Uh, Dolphins get a win, but that might just bring them farther away from a high draft pick next week. Next yeah team. this is this is an interesting game where i wouldn't even be certain that the team who won is like ecstatic about winning mm-hmm. this, this is a this is a game that would be put on comedy central even though it was an interesting game they're yeah. two bad teams and i th- i think it was oh, not unanimous but you would be surprised how many people picked the jaguars because of minchu yeah we and did too did wrong. yeah, yeah. Uh, moving on to 49ers Giants here. I have to say I had a little bit of hesitancy although I did pick the 49ers to win. After, you know, after I picked them I was thinking, "Ha, huh, you know, the Giants look pretty good in the second half especially against the Bears and this 49ers team is super injured and on the decline, but as it turned out the 49ers just completely dominated and I think that says a lot about both teams. Uh, I think that this 49ers team is very well coached now. That's a good takeaway. Um and the Giants team are just trending very far downwards uh this could be a very lost season uh 36 to 9 is the final score and like I will be mentioning a lot more I think there are a lot of takeaways that we can have from this week I agree I think that this week shows a lot about the 49ers and Giants and shows that even an injured 49ers team is still able to compete and this Giants team just isn't ready they have they do have some pieces on their team and they could they could Uh, before the year without injuries and all this, they could have been an okay team, but they're just not ready yet. Yeah. Moving on now to Bengals Eagles. Like I said, they tied 23, 23, and that's not great for either team. You know, T Higgins was looking very involved. So that'll be an interesting, uh, you know to see how that progresses their budding relationship Joe Burrow and T Higgins as for the Eagles they're looking very very bad you know they've been decimated with injuries to wide receivers and even you know tight end uh, I think Dallas Goddard was injured in the game Um, Eagles are on a terrible track right now they've got to have some major changes if they want to be competitors you know a lot of people including myself had them you know kind of bouncing back this year but they it's not a loss, but a tie is not gonna do much for them down the stretch. So both teams are looking pretty bad. Exactly. And it's not like it's not like they this is a game that they needed to win. And if you're a playoff team, you have to be able to win these games, especially against bad teams. And I mean, they, they tied against the Bengals team. That really isn't that impressive. And if they wanna be this that was a must win game for them to be able to compete and they just didn't show up. And I think that just really shows the 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 focus and the coaching and the the lack of the focus and the coaching and the dedication by all the players. Yeah um moving on now to Raiders Patriots uh Patriots pull off with a big win 16 point victory winning 36 to 20. You know this begs the question when the Raiders beat the Saints last week uh well, was it showing more of the Saints deficiencies and that the Saints are going to collapse or that the Raiders are a, a great team uh and initially you know, maybe the thought was that the Raiders can really compete, but after such a, a bad loss to this Patriots team, maybe the thought is that, wow, and, and we'll get to the Saints game later, you know, maybe just the Saints are not looking great this year and uh, the Raiders might have just shown a flash in the pan against a bad team. Uh, Patriots get the bounce back when they're looking for, and but both teams are 2-1, and one, so we'll keep an eye on, you know, I think that these teams could be good down the stretch. Yeah, the Raiders are a well-coached team. And they're going to win more games than their team should because they really don't have a great team. I think you can make the debate that their team is around the same skill-wise as the Panthers, for example, a team like that. But the Panthers weren't supposed to do well because they have a young coaching staff.
1: The Raiders, on the
0: other hand, are supposed to do pretty well because they're a well-coached team but they, they can't beat these teams. They're just outmatched skill wise by. So some- yeah, well, like I was saying at the start of the year, and I'm glad that I was at least right about one game. I was saying, you know, I had the Raiders doing pretty well at the start of the year. And I was saying, I think that they're going to pull off um, some upsets against good teams and they already beat the saints, but we'll see how good the saints end up being. Like I was saying, there's a lot to worry about there. If you're a saints fan, they're one and two now a little spoiler alert here, totally blind to what's going on. But anyway, I'm getting sidetracked. Um, Yeah, so they couldn't pull off the victory here against the Patriots. But I think that this Raiders team, considering that they don't have a good roster, they could still, you know, I think they're well-coached, like you were saying. Yeah, 100% agree. They're a well-coached team. Mm -hmm. And they really really should be able to win seven, eight games. And in a few years, when their players develop, like Jacobs develops, and their defense becomes – they have a young defense, a young offense. And when their team starts to develop more and more in three or four years, they could really be a good team. Yeah. But, I mean – it's three or four years. So we're looking a bit too far into the future. Yeah, and I think even less than that, it could be a playoff contender at least in these next few years. Yeah. Uh, moving on now to Rams-Bills. Both Orn and I had the Rams winning, and the Bills ended up uh, edging out the Rams. It initially seemed like the Rams or the Bills were going to blow out the Rams. I believe that they are winning 28-10 to 10 or something around that range. Rams have a ferocious comeback. Uh, some takeaways from the game, I think Josh Allen is looking like uh, candidate for MVP not the number one candidate we'll get into that guy a little bit later but um, if I'm a fan of either team right now I'm feeling pretty great you know both teams came into this game 2-0 and and neither team really disappointed uh, although the Rams had a lackluster first half they really showed why they were 2-0 and in the first place in that second half uh, using all their offensive weapons uh, the Bills defense was I think this Bills has really flipped expectations. I think at the start of the year, they were a team that was expected to have a stout defense, but their offense might be, um, you know, average at best, maybe a bit above average. But in reality, you know, like I said, Josh Allen is looking very, very accurate, uh, very great. And uh, this Bills defense, although they do have some great playmakers, you know, they just allowed 32 to the Rams and that might just be because the Rams have such an explosive offense, but still interesting how the narrative has kind of flipped with the Rams. Yeah, and I also I find it interesting that there was one call that really affected the whole game, and I'm not right, going to mean the, the pass interference call. late in the I'm game. Not, I'm not going to bl- blame it on one car or the other. But even though it was a three point game, it was even closer than the three points. The three yeah, points. Yeah, and the they had a game. hell of a drive there at the end. I was, you know, I was watching it after the game happened. They had like so many third and long conversions, fourth down conversions. It wasn't like they just blew through that Rams defense. They really, you know, Aaron Donald was putting on the pressure and the rest of the pass rush in the first two downs. And then uh, Josh Allen was making some remarkable and accurate throws in the next, you know, in third and fourth down. So that was really a remarkable uh, game. First of all, which I was, like I was saying, I was saying there was going to be a lot of entertaining games. And I think that this week, well, we'll get to some of the games, some of the games disappointed. Others were pretty great. Both teams impressed me. They really did. Mm-hmm, I was yeah. in the bills before this, before the season, because yeah. I think that Josh Allen was going to be like Trubisky, but Josh yeah. Allen is playing like what the Bears wanted Trubisky to be. Josh Allen has surpassed like even the most high expectations. Yeah, even the most diehard Bills fans' expectations, I think, because his accuracy is just night and day from the past two years to this year. He always had that ability as a runner. He always had that natural athleticism. But the concerns uh, from guys like me and Orrin and a lot of other NFL analysts was with his accuracy. But if you're looking at the passes he's making, he's just a completely different quarterback now, in my opinion. Uh, he's he's had some amazing dimes in these per, in these first three games only, and he's you know up there in the top quarterbacks with touchdowns and uh, passing yards. Yeah. All right, on to the Browns, Washington football team, and I've got to say, Dwayne Haskins isn't looking too good this year to start mm-hmm. the year. the 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 Redskins, the I mean, sorry, the Washington football team had a lot of hype going into the, after the first game. They beat the Eagles. They had a great defensive line. And they still have a great defensive line, but they have huge holes on their team. Haskins isn't looking like the quarterback of the future. And the Browns—they played well, but again, they're 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 beating up on worse teams. And they and they they got they're two and one, but they're they're one loss was such a destruction that I mean. Yeah, here's something that's kind of an interesting concept that. It's kind of the reason why I said that week three would be a very telling week. I think in these first two weeks, there have been a lot of bad teams who have beat good teams, and it begs the question, is that because the good team is going to be a buff this year or because the bad team or the seemingly bad team is actually you know a level above what many other people thought, for example, Washington beat the Eagles week one, and you know many people might have thought, oh, Washington's a legit contender, but after week three here it seems more like they're both pretty bad teams, and that the Eagles are just a worse team than Washington, if that makes sense. And also with Raiders saints, you know, that begs the question, are the Raiders that good of a team or are the saints just going to be worse than a lot of people expected this year? So anyway, I actually had Washington winning this game, but that offense is worse than I expected. You know, the Browns had one of, if not the worst passing defense in the league going into this, but um, Dwayne Haskins just could not get it done and uh as for that stifling or what i thought would be stifling defensive line and pass rush um chase young had a groin injury which is definitely a problem because that rookie was looking amazing these first two weeks but uh, the browns were able to put up 34 against them so uh if you're a browns fan browns are two and one right now a little bit under the radar i think considering all the hype that they've had uh last year but It'll I be mean, interesting the, to see how the Browns. the Browns had a lot of hype coming into last season. Exactly. They're post hype now. And I feel like no matter what's going to happen this year, there's going to be a lot of hype going around them because they just have such a skilled team. I mean, they really do. The problem with the Browns is that I wouldn't be surprised if they, if they do great. But they, have, they really haven't proven anything this year to make me think that they're going to take that jump from last year to this year. Mm-hmm. Their jump from, what was the record last year? Six and ten. Yeah, six and, and ten nine. or seven they're and nine. A playoff team. They haven't they haven't shown anything to me yet. And once they play a quality team and beat them, then I will. Then I will say, you know what? They're a good team, but they haven't proven to me yet. And they're going to get plenty of opportunities to prove to me. And I'm not going to write them off. I'm not saying they're bad. Yeah, I agree. Make- they haven't beat many quality teams, and the one. Well, what other team? Yeah, they played the Bengals and Washington. Played- Those are their two wins, and the one good team that they've played. They've got compl- they got completely obliterated, didn't even have a touchdown. Or I know they put up six. I don't know if it was because of a touchdown or two field goals. But anyway, they got obliterated by the Ravens week one. So until they can show that they can beat good teams, I'm not sure how I feel about the Browns. Uh, moving on to Texans Steelers. I had the Steelers winning this one. Oren had the Texans. Like always, I'm better than Oren at picking. Now I'm just joking. Uh, anyway, Steelers or- win this one 28-21. to uh Steelers defense looking very stifling their offense you know it is run by an old Big Ben and I don't think that they're going to be you know what they were when they had Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell but I think for the Steelers this year uh Big Ben is getting the job done certainly the Steelers are now 3-0 and and I think the Big Ben is kind of the ideal quarterback for this in that he can do just enough to give them the win week after week, and they have such a stifling defense, like I said, that that's all that they need. Texans 0-3. Oh, I remember you mentioned some stat about uh, you know teams who go 0-3, don't make the playoffs, something like that. They're looking depressing. I feel bad for Deshaun Watson with all the management issues that he's had to deal with, uh, but he had some chances late in the game and he just couldn't get it done. Uh, again, credit all the credit to the Steelers' defense yeah I agree I really think that the Steelers defense proved a lot about who they were and also I mean the Texans three oh and three teams rarely make it to the playoffs very rarely and I think week three is such an essential week because mm. it's just it's just such an important and essential week because after you go zero and three you're like done like practically you're done and the teams that start off 0 and two, they can still rebound. I think 0 and three is the breaking point between between a hard schedule. And don't get me wrong, the Texans have an incredibly hard schedule, and I'm not writing them off yet. They're the most likely team that's 0 and three to rebound and play well. But I think that they just haven't proven enough. If they're a real playoff team, they would have beaten one of those three teams. Yo, Oren. Um... Did you have, I was just doing your picks in my head. Did you, who do you have in Panthers Chargers? Um, I had, I'm pretty sure I had the Chargers. Um, yeah, so that's a loss. I might have counted mine wrong, but I think that you, I don't know, maybe you can count your picks while I'm talking. I think that you had yeah. a pretty bad record this week if I counted I think it right. I went nine, nine and seven. I think, oh, nine and seven, really? Yeah, that might make sense here. You can check again while I talk about this Titans Vikings game. Wow. A lot of takeaways here, in my opinion, you know, Titans Vikings came out rolling. Their offense actually looked very good and uh Titans end up edging out with this win 31 to 30. Uh If you're a Vikings fan and we know one Vikings fan mainly, you know, he was saying, I'm just happy that Justin Jefferson is looking like a great star, which is true. He had an amazing game. Um, but that's, that's the one positive point. I think on this yeah. offense, they're Oh, and three right now, the Titans are three and Oh, and they just find, you know, Titans haven't played great teams Oren likes to compare them to the bears, which I think is fair. You know, they both played uh, some bad teams, but they've ended up getting the win. So it'll be interesting when the Titans have to play some harder competition, uh, if they can sustain this level of success. I think. Watching this Titans offense, is kind of entertaining for me. I, I think that they, you know, they, the way it works, they give it to Derrick Henry and then they thrive off of that play action. I think Tannehill likes to stretch out his arm so that it's hard for the defense to read, whether it's really going to be a run or a pass. Um, And so, yeah, Titans edge away with a win here. Yeah. And I'll say two things about this game and then we'll get into the. I'll I'll start doing the Titans comparison now. Mm -hmm. Um, Titans, their offense looks great. Their defense is really lacking. Okay, and the, yeah. In the Vikings, they just really, they have a very poor defense. And you can see that they were really struggling with, what's it called? That they were really struggling with their cornerbacks. And that was what you were expecting that. But they can't really stop the run. They can't really do yeah, anything. Yeah. And it's not like Cousins. Cousins is proving right now that he's not an elite quarterback. That he's not a top 10 yeah. quarterback. I think one of the only bright spots is Dalvin Cook. He's going to do what he's going to do. And then Justin Jefferson, like I said. Yeah, Dalvin Cook hasn't hasn't changed. He's the same player that he was last year. He's great. But the problem is is that the Vikings just don't have the – the Vikings have the skill. They really do. They're a great team. That's why when we did one word to describe the NFC North, I said underwhelming. Mm Mm-hmm. Because the Vikings really do have all the skill, and it's not like the Bears who have all the skill but don't have the quarterback. These quarterbacks are the most important position. They still have an average quarterback, right? But they underperform year in and year out. And I don't know if that's ownership, the coaching, whatever it is, but they're not making those big changes to get them over the hump or to start rebuilding. Yeah. Um, you want to take over the next game or I can do it? Um, I would love to take over the next game. All right, sounds good. Panthers-Chargers. Panthers win 21-16. to 16. And Justin Herbert really didn't look that amazing. He was fine. I mean, I'm not going to go around saying he was the greatest, but, I mean, there was a lot of hype going into this game, and he just didn't really sustain that hype. He's not a bad quarterback, but he's not that good. Um, Yeah, this, I, I kind of cowardly or just timidly brought this up in the last episode. I believe I did. And this kind of proves my point. Are the Panthers that much better with Christian McCaffrey? He's of course, and he puts up insane astronomically high numbers in fantasy football and just statistically, but I was thinking, you know, they've never really, it's not like he's leading this team. I think we all have this notion in our heads that, you know, the Panthers are a team that's carried by Christian McCaffrey, but it's not like their records have had anything to show when Christian McCaffrey has been on their team. And in fact, I know that they've had quarterback changes as well. But a few years before Christian McCaffrey was on the team, they were a Super Bowl team. You're I'm not, not saying kidding. that it makes them worse, but it's just interesting how, you know, I think a lot of people, including myself, picked the Chargers to win this game because the Panthers are nothing, or we thought the Panthers would be nothing without uh, Christian McCaffrey. And Maybe this is just a testament to the good coaching of new head coach Matt Rule, but maybe it shows that uh, Christian McCaffrey isn't as valuable to this Panthers team as we expected. Yeah, Um I just want to say that the, I say this often, paying running backs is stupid mm-hmm. and very much just like it. Take Tariq Cohen is a perfect example. I get he's not a running back. He's more of a gadget player, but Tariq Cohen plays running back. He tours ACL and he's not going to be the same ever again. Mm-hmm. And even if you real- think that, whoa, that was, that was never, not, not, not ever the same, but he's going to lose a big part of his game, which is his speed. Right. Mm-hmm. And the problem is, is that running backs, first off, they have a very short career. They're injury prone. It's easy to get running backs, and teams that sign running backs to big money regret it very fast. That's why I was not ecstatic about the Tariq Cohen signing, even though he's not exactly a running back. It just it's just interesting to me. If you look like Gurley, David Johnson, like all these players are making a Le'Veon Bell, all these players are making making a lot of money, and there are maybe one or two players here like a like a Christian McCaffrey and Alvin Kamara, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Top two in the NFL that might be worth it. But besides for those two, I don't really know if it is, if they're worth it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as for this Chargers offense, because we've just been talking about the Panthers, or at least I've just been talking about the Panthers, I think Herbert played fine and he played fine against, uh, you know, he had high expectations against after the Chiefs game. But considering he's surrounded by all these offensive weapons and he's playing this uh, not great, below average, at best, Panthers defense, I would like to see more than 16... You know more than a sixteen-point effort, and also, well, this game could have uh, also—I don't know if you saw the last play of this game, but Keenan Allen caught it lateral, mislateral, but it very uh, almost Chargers had it. So I guess you should be a little bit hopeful if you're a Chargers fan. But I'm just saying, you know, I know it's it's only a second game; it'll take him a little while to get accommodated to the system. But considering you know he's got Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, uh, Austin Eckler, among other players, I think they have a pretty good offense. I I would expect. Herbert to put up more points. All right. I, I agree. I um, mean, the yeah. thing about Herbert is that he's, a, he's still a project. So the expectation isn't that he's going to come in and dominate the expectation. Is he's going to come in and really be lacking. That's the expectation before the year. No, and I'm just saying he had high hopes after. Exactly. After the, fir- after, the first after the first game. game, game. Yeah. but I think people still need to realize that he's a project and that the expectations can't be too high for him because Because like, I mean, they just can't be that high. Yeah. Uh, Moving on to Jets Colts, I can't believe you picked the Jets to win this game. And I was reviewing your picks. I'm pretty sure you went eight and eight this week. I'm not sure you you gave me the what's it called? You gave me the Bengals. Um, Yeah. No, I checked that. I'm pretty sure you went eight and eight, but because you also remember you picked Ravens to win. Yeah, I know. Whatever. You can look it over. I I could very well be wrong. But anyway. Jets Colts I cannot believe you picked the Jets to win that was just such a bad pick I'm sorry I understand that you think the Colts aren't a great team and I agree with that I said this in the last episode I don't think the Colts are a great team but the Jets are the worst team in the NFL right now I think no quite I was saying after week one you know maybe but I think without question they're the best they they're the worst team in the NFL terrible defense offense has can get nothing can get nothing going um of course they have had some injuries but Right now, they're Just look at their wide receiver core, and tell me that this is uh, at all a team with any talent on it. Basically, uh, Colts have two pick sixes in the game. Final score thirty six to seven. I think that that's all you have to know. Yeah, exactly. It was and not even not like the Colts' defense is so stifling. It just shows how bad the. Yeah, I mean the Colts statistically have a very good defense, but I mean I'm just not that scared about it, of their defense yet. But that's not the point. The point is. I thought that the Jets and Sam Darnold could be a team to come in and beat this Colts team, and I was very wrong. Mm-hmm. Sam Darnold really is not proving anything. People still have high hopes for him, and I, I'm not saying that I'm giving up on him yet because he's still a young quarterback with a huge amount of potential, but that doesn't mean he's – I mean, this is his third year. He's really not playing well. He's shown potential through, his, through the first two years, and this year he's playing like the same quarterback he has for the past two years. Yeah um okay Cowboys Seahawks we both had the Seahawks winning that one if I'm correct that I said it would come down to whichever team has the last drive you know the two minute drill I was sort of kind of right but actually I wasn't because uh Seahawks ended up getting a stop on a pretty bad play from Dak Prescott I mean I understand what he's going doing there um you he had to, to fight away it, from pressure away. what I know, but I mean, he was just under pressure and he was probably thinking, you know, I got to make a big play here. But, yeah, if he had thrown that ball away, that would have been a great play and they still would have had six seconds left. Um, So, yeah, Cowboys offense looking pretty great. But Seahawks, like I was saying, we get to the MVP, the front runner right now. I'm going to I got to go through Russell Wilson. I'm pretty sure he's leading the league league in touchdowns or just he's close to top in all the good quarterback stats is all I can tell you. I'm not, I, I'm not ready to call him mvp yet obviously it's only been i'm two just years. saying he's a front runner it's right a, now a yeah. for sure is the front runner and i mean he's playing great football like, out of his who, mind yeah i mean i think he's always been this good but the seattle coaching staff you know they've been more of a run first offense a lot of these other years yeah um so yeah, Seahawks, Tyler Lockett catches three touchdown DK Metcalf looking like a dangerous weapon on this team. I think he's kind of, you know, the missing piece you could say, because Tyler Lockett used to be DK Metcalf and that he was a speedy weapon. But now I think they've developed a connection with uh, Russell Wilson, where he's getting consistent receptions, whereas DK Metcalf is a huge guy and he's a very viable, deep threat. He had that long catch, which ended up getting punched out, just kind of a bad play by him. Yeah. You know, that's... Uh, Cocky play, whatever you want to call it, but they're just looking dangerous. Yeah. All right. So, on to the next game the Lions Cardinals game. The Lions won on the last second field goal. I'm impressed by the Lions. First off, Kyler Murray had a very poor game. I know we both picked Kyler Murray for MVP, and I'm not giving up on him yet because he has shown a lot of potential, but this game really hasn't been great for him. Two touchdowns, three interceptions, one rushing touchdown. And I mean, I really am not ready to write the Lions off yet. The Lions are a quality team. Mm-hmm. Not amazing, but they are way better than bottom of the pack. They really are. Okay. And people people like when the Bears beat them, I, I, whenever I hear like the Bears haven't played any good competition, like that's totally fine. But like when you're saying like the Lions are one of the worst teams in the NFL, I don't even want to defend the Lions. But I mean, they're just not. Once they start playing teams that aren't the Bears and the Packers, they can actually prove that they're not one of the worst teams in the NFL. Well, I think also right now, at least, and you know, time will tell. People aren't considering the Bears to be one of the top teams in the NFL. So the fact that the Lions lost to the Bears shows, you know, in some way that the Lions aren't a great team. But that's just I'm I'm not saying I believe that. That's just no. I understand. No, I understand. It makes sense. But still, I mean, the Lions barely lost that game. And the Lions were winning for nearly the whole the whole game. Um, So, yeah, the Lions are a team that gets unlucky, but they win by three here. The Lions have uh, always fought or these past two years fought the Cardinals tough. I think it was week one last year. Lions and Cardinals tie. Now the Lions pull away with the victory here after. Yeah, Orin and I both picked Kyler as MVP. That pick was looking pretty solid after this week, but Kyler throws three, M- uh, three not MVPs. I don't know I was going to say that. Kyler throws three interceptions here. Um, now he's trailing behind. You know, maybe I should have picked Russell Wilson instead. Yeah, like you were saying, this team, this Lions team is definitely very talented. And at this, you know, a while ago, we were doing something about locks right out of the playoffs. We just said the Lions just because they're the Lions. Uh, I mean, I might have just said that jokingly, but really... They've got, you know, above average at least, just roster talent alone. You know, they've got a nice committee of running backs going on. I think Adrian Peterson is looking very young considering, you know, his age, he's playing very young. They've got a nice committee going on there, uh, good wide receiver core, and some talented guys on defense. You know, Jeff Okuda came up with a big interception in that game. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if the Lions – uh, you know can end up being contenders this year if this is just a flash in the pan. Yeah, I a hundred percent agree. All right, on to the Buccaneers Broncos game. Buccaneers won twenty eight to ten. I mean it wasn't it wasn't anything of a real game. Brady looked good. Brady looked comfortable. He looked good and I don't want to go on saying that they're so good because the Broncos the Broncos have five players on injury five starters on injury reserve who all are worth fifty three million dollars combined. I get that the money doesn't mean anything, but it's the the point that these players are so valuable to the team. Mm-hmm. They have so many players, and that's not even saying the starting quarterback isn't on IR. Drew Locke isn't on IR. He's just out. So you have to add Drew Locke into that. I mean, there's just a banged-up team. And, I mean, sup- not surprisingly, Tom Brady beat up on them, and I'm not ready to say that Tom Brady is finally getting comfortable because I think that's a bit of an overstatement. But Tom Brady looked good. And I'm excited to see what happens once he starts playing once he plays another team. That's good. Yeah. Buccaneers playing a very bad Broncos team. I'm not going to spend too long on this, but I don't think the Buccaneers offense has fully clicked for a full four quarters of a game yet, even in this game. I mean, I haven't watched the highlights to be honest. I wasn't watching much of the game. So maybe, you know, that'll tell a different story, but just from the score uh, 28 to 10 is, of course a big blowout, but I'd like to see the Buccaneers put up some more points in a game uh you know really have a full performance considering this offensive talent I haven't seen them really have that you know like I said I haven't seen them completely click yet as for the Broncos you know you just gotta feel bad for them considering how decimated they've been by injuries with Von Miller, Drew Locke Cortland son, and even more guys like Philip Lindsay. So uh my it's looking like a waste of a season for them. Uh yeah. Yeah. All right on to Packers Saints. Packers one by seven. Packers look like a good team, but they very much do have holes on their defense. Their defense is not looking elite. I really, I really think that the Packers are a great team, and their offense is just very much nearly unstoppable. Mm-hmm. That they, they, they really are playing great football. But the, I mean, the Saints without Michael Thomas led up Alvin Kamara. I think he had one hundred seventy or eighty yards total. Let's see, he had, 50, he had. 58 rushing yards and 139 receiving two touchdowns. I think, yeah, they got 170 yards after catch or not hundred, a hundred. He probably had like a hundred yards after catch. I mean, they just look like they're, they have huge holes on their team in regards to um, run defense and to guarding running backs. And I mean, I'm, I'm, I really, I'm this is more of me hoping that the Packers are bad. But I mean, they, they, their offense looks great. Their defense clearly has some big holes that they need to fix one way or another. Or, oh, and I think you've got the wrong idea here, to be honest. I think the Packers, I mean, of course they're three and and0 So they're going to be one of the top teams in the NFL, but they are just completely rolling. I think generally the Packers, our team who've, Historically, haven't had great defenses, but you know the motto is when you've got Aaron Rodgers or when you've got Brett Favre or any of the those great quarterbacks that the Packers have had historically, you don't really need a great defense. And of course, I wouldn't call their defense you know top tier in the NFL, but considering how great this offense is, I think that it's pretty scary that they've still got um, some studs on that defensive end and who can make plays. You know, some playmakers. Um, and you're acting like the Saints' offense is nothing, although of course they are. They were without Michael Thomas. Um, Alvin Kamara is just a beast and he played like one getting, I mean, of course the Packers defense has got to learn to tackle. I'm not going to, those are some inexcusable plays there, but it's not like Alvin Kamara is some Joe Schmo. You know, he is a great player and I think um, they allowed dirty to a good offense. But like I was saying, when you've got Aaron Rodgers and an Aaron Rodgers who's playing great, you don't really need a great defense uh, and not even to mention the Packers were without, their star receiver, Devonte Adams. So that's incredible that they were able to, you know, get it. Aaron Rodgers could get it done with Alan Lazard and I am him getting the tight end's name, but you know, he's yeah. just rolling. Packers are just percent. So, I'm not saying that the Packers aren't rolling, but I'm saying is that this game proved that their offense is great. And I'm not saying that they're not contenders. They're very much playoff contenders, even Super Bowl contenders. Mm-hmm. And they're they're a really good team. I'm just not ready to say that they are the top team in the NFL or even top two in the NFL because well, I don't they, think anyone's calling them that right now. I mean, honestly, there could be a debate made for it, and the only reason- no, I'm just saying, you know, I'm saying, like I'm debating against someone who says they're top two, mm-hmm. and my debate is that they have too many holes on the defensive side. Okay, um, yeah. you know, like I was saying, they got a lot of playmakers. Just about the Saints, real quick. One and two. Do you think? I'm taking this from some other segment. Saints are one and two. Is this news or noise? If that makes sense. I'm just going to say what makes most sense. I think that this is more of a fluke rather than anything. Right. This it's a noise. A game. They're going to do well. They lost a bad game to the... They beat the Buccaneers. They lost a stupid game to the Raiders. And they played a really good Packers team without Mike Thomas both weeks. I mean... They have a great defense, even though Drew Brees is getting older and he doesn't look like the exact same quarterback he always has been. He's still elite, and I really do think that they're still contenders. I think the Saints are still contenders, but I don't. I don't know about Super Bowl contenders. I think that this is kind of news rather than noise. Uh, I wasn't able to watch all of the Packers Saints games, so I'm not. I can't make too many comments on. Drew Brees' accuracy, but all I know is that he was definitely looking a lot worse and, you know, a lot older. He couldn't throw the deep ball as much in that Raiders game, especially. Um, what I will say is there aren't a lot of teams in the Saints division who I think are a big contenders because I think that Tampa Bay has holes of their own, and I don't know if the Saints holes are as big as Tampa Bay's right now, so I could still see the Saints coming out with a win here, but again, they're a team who's uh, been disappointing these past few seasons. And with an even better uh, team, or at least a better start of the year, I expect the Saints might, you know, drop to maybe 11, 5, 12, and 4 and kind of disappoint in the playoffs this year. Just from, you know, the first three weeks. I know it's bold, and Saints can always – I mean, I wouldn't be super surprised if the Saints have some roaring comeback, but I'm just saying right now I'd be a little concerned if I'm a Saints fan. Yeah. All right, on to the Chiefs-Ravens game. The Chiefs won by 14. And that was my pick. Like I said, I'm always right. I've I've not missed one pick this whole time. No, I'm kidding. But uh yeah, I got that one right, Oren got that one wrong. Yes indeed. <laughs> just had to make that clear to everyone. All right. But the Chiefs, Ravens game. I mean, the Chiefs really looked like a great team and the Ravens looked like they were missing something, whether that was on defense. It, it looks like Lamar Jackson's stoppable. And that's not th- that's a, that's not something that was said last year, something that was expected to be said this offseason. I mean, he's he's just stoppable. He's they, there's a way to stop him, and the Chiefs proved that there is a way. And I mean, that is this game is way bigger. It's way bigger than what people could even imagine because it has big implications, like someone was saying, you know, this might be one of the deciding factors for who gets the number one seed or at least who exactly. Gets the last but even seed. even going, this is the most likely pick for the one and two seed right now in the AFC, even after that Ravens game. Yeah. And if the Chiefs are able to figure out Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes doesn't even need to do that much, right? I'm not saying Patrick Mahomes is bad. He's amazing. So having him, he if he has the ability to not need to do that much, it's just scary what the potential is. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I picked the Chiefs because I think, you know, they're the two defending champions. And right now I'm going with Andy Reid. Uh, his offense and Mahomes I think Mahomes is more clutch Lamar Jackson right now you know hopefully he can break this uh, reputation but so far his reputation of you know losing in the playoffs he hasn't won a playoff game yet uh, and right now how concerned are you as a Ravens fan in what this Ravens offense did you know is your thought process oh it's the Chiefs it's one of the best teams in the NFL we'll get them next time or is it we look beatable right now you know what are you thinking as a ravens fan my concern is not that we look beatable my concern is that even if we have a great record 11 and 5 12 and 4 13 and 3 no matter what we know that once we go to the afc championship game or the divisional round and we play the chiefs that we are stoppable and that our playoff and our super bowl and our super bowl implications and our ability to make it all the way to the super bowl clearly hindered by the Chiefs and they're probably going to be in our way. So, I mean, I'm not, if I were a a Ravens fan, I wouldn't necessarily be worried about the regular season, but I would just be worried about the fact that against the Chiefs, Lamar Jackson is stoppable, whether that scheme, uh, great, great players, whatever it is, he's stoppable. Mm -hmm. Right. So your takeaway from this, isn't that, you know, the Ravens are going to fail or not fail, but just decline the rest of the year. Your takeaway is just, you know, when we, we will play well for the rest of the season, but by the time the Ravens get to the playoffs and they have to face the uh, chiefs, that's bad news. Exactly. Is what you're saying. Yeah. And I think I agree with that. You know, I love Lamar Jackson and Pat Mahomes just as guys in general, they seem like great guys. Um, And I have faith that, you know, Lamar Jackson's going to dedicate, I mean, of course he's going to dedicate himself to try to beat this chiefs team. So, you know, of course it's going to be, The rematch of the century if they do end up playing with who knows it could be the Steelers it could be some other Titans you know there are a lot of undefeated teams there's actually one undefeated team in each division in the AFC right now Uh, as for the NFC Bears Packers are undefeated which is you know very exciting and in the same division and of course the Seattle Seahawks so you know Chiefs are looking unstoppable as ever just some brilliant just they're such a fun team, both of them, but especially the Chiefs, because they're just rolling and rolling. Such brilliant play designs. You know, they're at, like, close to the end zone, within the f- five yards away from the end zone, and they that pitch to, I don't remember who it was to, maybe Anthony Sherman. I don't know if you saw that play, but that was just a brilliant yeah, play that was design. A great play. It's just fun, fun football, both of these guys, and I'm sure that this rivalry will last longer. And at some point, you know, I think Lamar Jackson might have the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes' number. so... You know, I'm just excited. One of the best rivalries budding in football. Yeah, I am excited too. On to week four. Just looking over these games. You know, I was saying, oh, week three. There's a lot of great matchups, which I think there were. There are a lot of not so great looking matchups right now. If I'm being honest with you, Orin. Yeah, I think I think it will be able to bolster our record after this week. Hopefully. Yeah, so, hopefully, yeah. but I don't want to talk too big. It. You know? I feel like I'm jinxing it, but we'll see. Yeah. All right. You want to start? You can start. All right. I'm going the Jets. Whoa. Are you joking? I know you're joking. No, I'm going the Jets. Ridiculous. Adam Gase. Jets will fire Adam Gase with Lost Thursday. Mm-hmm. You know who the Broncos are starting? Brett Right Ripien. I-, I could very likely they're starting a player that have you heard of before? Nope. Probably not. I haven't heard of him. Adam Gase is whole job is on the line these it's not it's not like it's like a great team playing a bad team these are both very bad terrible teams i mean what a terrible (laughs) matchup like they knew the broncos would be would get injury decimated on 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 paper this game is honestly even and if you take the fact that the broncos have no quarterback like no one like they have brett ripien and um, Adam Gase is about to be fired. I just can't see this game going to the other way. I'm taking the the Jets. You know, honestly, now that you put it that way, that's interesting, but I'm still not going to bet on the Jets. I understand that Adam Gase, uh, you know, he's got all the motivation to win here, whereas the Broncos kind of more of a lost cause. And I think that, um, that the Broncos um, ownership management might be more patient with Vic Fangio. But anyway, I just am not going to bet on the Jets right now. They just look so, so bad, honestly, just in all facets of the game. I know the Broncos are decimated, but the Jets are just looking like a terrible team. I cannot pick the Jets to win this game. I got to go with the Broncos. I think they'll get it done. You know, maybe Melvin Gordon, of course, is going to be super low, low scoring. Maybe Phillip Lindsay if he's coming back. I don't know. They can pull off a few plays. I can't pick the Jets to win this one. I got to go with the Broncos. That's fair. All right, on to next week. I have Saints beating the Lions. Yeah, I mean, Now this game is going to be closer than what it looks like, but the Saints are 1-2. and two. They know that they're underperforming, and they really do have the skill to be a way better team, and they know it, and this is a must-win game for them, or if else they're 1-3 and three and they dug themselves into a huge hole, mm-hmm. and they're just going to win this game. It's a must-win game, and Drew Brees wins must-win games, especially if it's against the Lions. Yeah, uh, pretty easy pick, I think. Saints-Lions. I'm going with the Saints. Uh, like you were saying, I think where Lions are coming off riding the victory from Arizona and Saints are coming off two losses against Packers. And then the Raiders two weeks ago, um, it's a must win game. Like you were saying, they're not going to dig themselves into a hole. I think you put it well there. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, again, if I'm looking at which team as more just like a winning culture, I guess you could say, you know, the Saints are disciplined. They know how to get the job done. Uh, Lions have never shown that really in their history. So got to go with the new Orleans saints. Yeah. All right. So on to Buccaneers chargers, I have Buccaneers winning this game. I, I just c- cannot see the, I just can't really see the chargers winning this game. I mean, it's Tom Brady. I know chargers are just not an amazing team and the Buccaneers will pull away with this one. You know, chargers sometimes pull away with some odd victories historically or just not historically as of late, I think maybe if Justin Herbert has himself a game and the Buccaneers, because like I was saying, I still do not have full fe- faith in this Buccaneers team. They haven't had themselves a day where uh, their offense is really coming to full fruition. Maybe today will be the day, maybe not. You know, I could see this game going in a lot of ways, but right now the Buccaneers are just looking like the better team here. I don't, although I have a uh, kind of a lack of faith in this Buccaneers offense, I have more of, Less faith in the Chargers team and the Chargers offense, so I'm going to pick the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All right, on to the Bengals. Oh, baby, Chargers. (laughs) Chargers. Jaguars, Bengals. What a tank bowl. You can go on. Seriously, tank bowl. All right, I'm picking the Bengals. Joe Burrow is going to get his first NFL start at home, and it's going to be a good game. It's his first game at home. His first, no, NFL start. It's going to be his first win at home. Oh, you said start. Okay. Yeah. You know, I'm going to, I got to go with the Bengals. Maybe if you had asked me if this game had been in week three, I would have gone with the Jaguars just because Minshew was looking so great, but I think Minshew magic has kind of fizzled out. The Jaguars look so just depressing uh, last week. And I think the Bengals are on the rise. Uh, They just tied, you know, not great Eagles team. And I think that maybe this offense can have itself a nice game. Both the defense is terrible, but I think the Bengals offense is better than the Jaguars offense. So I'm going to go with the Cincinnati Bengals as well on this one. All right. Onto the Vikings Texans. I feel like I'm always picking against the Vikings, but I'm taking the, I'm taking the Texans on this one. (laughs) You're going to say Vikings. That'd be funny. Yeah, no. Um, The, the Texans just are, I think they're the better team and they're way more likely to go into the playoffs and like i said 0 oh, owen oh, 3 is really bad but owen oh, 4 is a death sentence Whichever i think owen oh, 3 is almost a death sentence but yeah, yeah it's, almost, it's a clear word it's almost yeah. owen oh, 4 is you're done and the team that i would choose to make the playoffs the vikings or the texans i don't think honestly i don't think either of these teams i know you don't think they're making the playoffs either but i think these teams have almost been eliminated from the playoffs at this point almost i 100% agree but if yeah, you had you're to talking which, about playoffs but which, i don't think i don't think that should be in the conversation this is a must win game. And which team do you think deserves to be in the playoffs more? Yeah, this is such, I I don't know. I'm not talking about the playoffs anymore because I don't know. I think that shouldn't be in the conversation for this week. This is a very interesting matchup. And, you know, the NFL gods have a cruel way of a cruel timing, sense of timing. You know, they've got two of, I'd say the two most disappointing teams after these first three weeks in the NFL. Um, You know, they might've been, some people might've predicted their demise this season but two own three teams facing off against each other one of them is going to come home zero oh, and four and man I think the Viking I could see the Vikings pulling away with this one it's actually interesting oh shoot Wait, so why are you picking the Texans I'm picking the Texans because Deshaun Watson is playing a completely depleted secondary in a bad in a very bad defense and I just don't trust Kirk Cousins and the Vikings offense to outperform the Texans offense you know what? I was, I was going to pick the Texans, but I don't know. For some reason, I just – the Vikings offense actually played pretty well for all the talk about Kirk Cousins. I know there are a lot of holes, but there are a lot of holes on this Texans team, and they're, they're depressing. They're The Texans. Man, you know what? I'm going to pick the Vikings. I don't know why. I think that this could be definitely wrong. You know, Like I said just a few seconds ago, I was thinking I was going to go with the Texans, but honestly, I'm picking the Vikings to win this game. You know, I could see that happening. I'm not, I'm not like, full on board with it, the Texans. Yes, because I, this, the Vikings team It was not like, you know, they they lost a one-point game. I don't think they're totally depressed yet. And, of course, the Texans aren't either. They lost by seven only. But um, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I'm just feeling Vikings. Yeah. All right. On to Seahawks-Dolphins. I mean, I don't think this is a real conversation. The Dolphins are going to win. No, I'm joking. Yeah. Um, that was Seahawks- going to be my joke. That was going to be your I'm joke. Kidding. Wow. My yeah, joke we just read each other's minds no all right um i have the seahawks beating the dolphins i don't think it's going to be a real like game i honestly think it'll be closer than what people expect i don't think the seahawks are going to go and dominate but i think that the there's really i don't I don't really see a scenario where the seahawks lose this game no matter what the score shows Nope, I disagree with you, Oren. I think the Seahawks are going to go out here and dominate over under. Seahawks win by 20 points. I'm taking the over on that one. Or at yes. least 15. Wow. I think, yeah, come on. They're going to go out here and just torch. They've, they've, I mean, they've torched the past three defenses they've played. They've all been bad defenses, and Dolphins are a similarly bad defense. They're going to get torched. Maybe Dolphins put up some trash time points in the end because the Seahawks' defense isn't great, especially because Jamal Adams might be injured but um no Seahawks are going to come out here and destroy. I can't see this game being close at all. Seahawks all right. get to the dub and influence to 4-0. On to Steelers Titans uh, this is looking like one of the best games of the week. Is. To be to be honest, I'm I wouldn't be surprised if there isn't this game doesn't play this week, but we're going to act like it does because of Right. 4-0. Right. But yeah, it was just announced act- for those of you who didn't know um the titans it was i heard that the titans actually were aware at least this is a rumor they're aware that one of the players on their team uh was diagnosed or tested positive for COVID 19 and they still played which Is kind of saddening to hear uh and now the titans and the vikings actually have locked down their facilities until further notice that really 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 concerns me but also makes me really sad that 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 this is how the NFL could end because of ignorance, not yeah. because they're taking every single precaution possible. They're spending so much time. And really, I think that this is not an, a, this is not a for sure and a guarantee, but the fact that a team knows about it and they still went on to play. I just think that that's terrible. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, looking up the news right now, they're saying it's set to be played as scheduled. And to be honest, I don't think I'm not super concerned that this will be the downfall of the NFL. There have been there were a lot of cases and breakouts in the MOB, and, you know, they just delayed games at worst, some delays. But, you know, right now the MOB is first day of the playoffs as we're recording it. So yeah. I think, of course, everyone was expecting some bumps along the road. And this is the first of those bumps. But I'm not expecting this to be the downfall of the NFL especially since, you know, they've got so much riding on it. Just from a money perspective, they're not going to let this. This, you know, this, is are... this is not the downfall of the NFL and the coronavirus will not have spread from this, but I think this really goes, I think this could end up being a positive for the NFL because the NFL is going to punish the Titans and every NFL team is going to realize, wow, that is it even worth it? And I mean, the Titans made a huge mistake and I honestly, I don't want to make this sound like a positive, but if it sounds like they really that they got lucky and that the Vikings got no positive tests. And now that the NFL knows about it, they're not going to really let the Titans play unless everyone is definitive, unless everyone is... Yeah, have there been talks about Titans punishment? I mean, I heard that... I didn't hear this, but I was looking at some Vikings Instagram pages and they were like, the Titans should forfeit the game that they played. But I mean... That, that's not fair. Also, that's me not wanting the Vikings to win. but Yeah, of course. I don't, I don't really think that's fair, but I mean, who knows? Yeah. Um, so anyway, onto what's your prediction for this game? I have the Steelers winning. The Titans just really, I'm not saying the Titans are bad, but the Titans just aren't an elite. An elite they haven't proven to me that they're an elite team. And the Steelers, I think, are an elite team. And the Steelers will win this game. Yeah, even if you know you do think Titans are elite, I think Steelers are just def- better. Like you were saying, uh, I think Steelers definitely match up well against the Titans because uh, they've got a great defense, great run defense, and you know, of course, this is a team that strives or you know thrives from the run. The Titans are with Derrick Henry, so if the Steelers can stop that, then they're stopping a main part of this offense and this team. Uh, And I think the Big Ben will be able to put some points on the board against this, you know, average defense at best. Exactly. All right. On the Browns Cowboys, the one and two Cowboys are playing the two and one Browns. And I have to say, I'm not fully in on the Cowboys, nor am I in on the Browns, but the Cowboys are going to win this game. Yeah. Uh, Is that all you got to say? They're the better team. They're more well, they're better coached. They have way better management. I mean, the Cowboys are I'm not gonna say that they're they're an elite team, but they're for sure more of a of a successful team and they should be than the Browns. Yeah, I think maybe the Cowboys are getting some slack, but they've played some tough, tough teams uh in their first three games. And well I'm gonna get sidetracked after I just make my pick here. I gotta go with the Cowboys as well. Like like I said, they've played two tough teams they've lost to the Rams and Seahawks who are looking great and the team they beat the Falcons you know that's not a great team so uh they've been getting some slack but I think that they've played some pretty good games uh they stuck in it with the Seahawks and after week one when they lost they came back and got a dub although it was kind of ugly in an ugly way against the Falcons I think they can come back here and get the win making both teams even at two and two I've got the Cowboys winning this one Yeah, yeah I'm just I don't you know, like you were saying, I think I've got more faith in the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys are going to make a run late because they do have, like I said, they have hard games early. Um, yeah, nah, I'm definitely I, like I'm you were really, saying I'm earlier. Really I don't really have, have that much faith in the Browns. I'm really not ready to say that the Cowboys are a playoff team because they weren't last year and they really aren't looking that much better this year. I think they're a playoff team just because their division is terrible. Fine, they might barely make the playoffs. They might be the four seed but they're not going to be a competitive team in the playoffs. That's fair. You know, it might need a little bit longer. They've got, they've got a lot of talent on the roster, but it might need some time for them to mesh. Exactly. Not even mesh. I don't know what it is about this Cowboys team, but they're just not winners. I don't know. Uh, whatever. We'll see later in the season, but I think that they could go on a run. All and right. I said, I'd get a little bit sidetracked here talking about rough schedules. This just, you know, I've had this thought and then it popped back into my head, Man. The Texans have had a rough first three games. Yeah. East Texans and um that's what I'm so not really I think, into. yeah, I think honestly that is a good reason for why the Texans win that game upon second thought. But I guess I'll just stick with the Vikings here. Like that just so terrible. And that goes into what I was saying about, you know, Bears' first three games are against easy teams. No matter okay. what you want to say about, uh, you know, if the Bears are a good team or not, they've played, you know, the, these teams have only had one win out of their nine games that they've played the teams that the bears have played. So the bears have had a super easy schedule, but three and overs is own three even like makes such a heck of a difference. No matter the team that you're playing, you know, exactly. once you go to own three as a team, even if you're playing the whole, uh, the best three teams in the NFL, which honestly chiefs, Ravens and Steelers aren't that far off from the best three teams, in the NFL, yeah. it just such a confidence. It just lowers exactly. your so much. And that's why I think, the Texans are kind of, they're on a downward trend, which is, you know, I think it's undervalued how much of an impact your schedule and uh, just the order of your schedule has on yeah. a team's success. I, I I don't think that NFL teams undervalue it. I just think they understand that they can't really control it. So yeah. I it's like, I, I mean, I'm just saying it's not talked about enough. Exactly. I agree. I think that's what really matters because I think people, it's not easy and it's not fair to talk about like – momentum i know i like momentum but like the mental part of the game because you don't know what's going on in the mental part all you see is the yeah. physical
1: how yeah, exactly you know you're not gonna, ends, might roll but, your
0: eyes about if you're talking about mental because exactly, it's, but, but it's it's mostly all mental good coaching people, people I wouldn't say it, mostly all but yeah it's a lot mental it's a good amount good coaching versus bad coaching almost all of that goes to the players and translates them mentally rather than like yeah yeah, yeah, that's why that's why the Forty ers were able to pull out that insane victory with even though all their team was exactly a lot of their team was injured. That's all the credit goes to Shanahan and that coaching staff. And yeah, it's just funny how much I praise Shanahan on this show. It always ends up happening. Oh, um, okay, yeah. moving on now. Cardinals Panthers. I think Cardinals get the win here, but not as much as maybe they're projected or anything. I think this will be a close game, and Cardinals. You know, they might continue to disappoint. Although I've had them. Um, you know, I had them as a sleeper this year. I think you might have had them winning the division. No, no, you didn't. No, you had I did. I did. Seahawks but, uh, well, we both had the Cardinals doing very well this year. I think this game kind of brought me back to earth and reminded me, oh, yeah, this defense is still, you know, below average in the NFL. And, oh, yeah, it's Kyler Murray's second year. Um, there's still, like, some holes on this Cardinals team. It brought me down to earth, like I said. I do think the Cardinals get the win here. But, and the Panthers also played better than my expectations. Yeah. Um. So I don't think, you know, after this game, as a Cardinals fan, you're going to feel uh, super hopeful. I mean, a win's a win, but I expect it to be uh, a low margin of victory. Yeah, I agree. I don't really have to say much about this game. Cardinals are going to win. Okay. All yeah. right. I'll to Washington football team versus Ravens. I have the Ravens winning, even though, like I said, I don't think that they're going to make the Super Bowl. They're still a well-coached team, and they're – Playoff bound, and they're going to bounce back after this loss, and they're going to come back more motivated than ever, and they're going to win. Yeah, it's an easy win, easy pick here. Ravens over Washington. I've got the Ravens winning. Uh, I think this defense is going to eat alive Dwayne Haskins. Maybe even with a defensive touchdown, but at least with you know a bunch of turnovers, and that'll put you know Lamar, who might be in low feelings right now, he gets some easy touchdowns at the start of the game to get rolling. Ravens get the easy win here. Yeah. All right, on to the Rams-Giants. I have the Giants. I mean, the Rams winning this game. If that was a close one, that would have been a mistake. Yeah. Um, the Giants just don't look like a great team right now. They're too young. They're not ready. And, I mean, I'm not saying they don't have the pieces to be good in two or three years. But, I mean, it's not two or three years. Right now, Daniel Jones isn't looking like – like, I'm not saying he's bad, but he hasn't taken the second-year leap that everyone wanted him to take. And I mean, I'm I'm really not ready to start saying that he's an elite quarterback or even an average quarterback yet. And I mean, they have no one else besides Daniel Jones. So if their quarterback's average and they really have no one else, then I mean, there's nothing really good about that team. Yeah, I just did the math here, so it might be wrong. But I'm not about to bet on a team that has had 38 points total in the first three weeks. That's less than, I'm sure, someone – well, I mean, the Seahawks just put up 38 in week three. Yeah, basically, I'm I'm not about to bet on this Giants offense to do anything significant. And the Rams also have a very solid defense. Rams, uh, you know, of course, a loss lowers your spirits a little bit, but they still played great in that game, especially in the second half. Rams are going to. And like you're saying, there's not a lot of sparks on this Giants team. Rams get the win here. All right, so next game is the Patriots Chiefs. I have the Chiefs. I'm surprised that this game is not prime time. It should honestly be yeah. moved to prime. Well, these last four games that we're going to cover, I think will be interesting, or at least a few of them are going to be interesting. These will be like the top games of the week, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I'm surprised that's not prime time. Yeah, I agree, but I think that the Chiefs win this game, but for this reason, the Patriots are not a team that will be able to come back if they're down by a good by a solid margin because they're a run team, and I think when they're they're forced to throw the ball against a solid defense like the Chiefs, I just don't think they'll be that successful. And the Patriots are a great running team. Let's get it straight. They're very good, but Mm -hmm. they're going to be able to play well against bad teams because they're going to be ahead for most of the game. When they play a team like the Chiefs, all of their weaknesses are glaring, and, I mean, I just can't see them winning it. I got to be honest, I'd really like to pick the Patriots in in this one. And I don't think that's a sentence that a lot of NFL fans <laughs> will say because no one likes to bet on the Patriots. But um, I think the argument against what you were saying there, which I do agree with that, you know, this Patriots team is something that definitely strives from the run. They are such a running run first offense. So when they are behind, that makes sense. It'll be harder for them to come back. But what I'd say against that is that I think, there's a possibility that in this game they aren't going to be playing from behind, just because I've got all my faith in Bill Belichick. They know how to scheme against these. You know, of course, Mahomes has had a few uh, years of experience now. Has Mahomes beat the Patriots yet? Yes, I think. Probably. Are you sure? Because that that'll be interesting. But because I know they lost in the AFC Championship two years, yada yada. But. but now, um, So like I was saying, I could really see, you know, just Bill Belichick out scheming the Chiefs here, but I'm not about to, uh, you know, I'm not ready to pick the best team in the NFL, in my opinion, to lose just yet. I think they're looking kind of unbeatable right now. And until I see a sign of them returning to earth, I got to go with the Chiefs to win this game. All right. on to the next game, Bills Raiders. I have the Bills winning. John Gruden compared quarterback Josh Allen to John Elway, And I mean, if that says if that says anything, Josh Allen, I know that didn't really mean anything, but Josh Allen's an elite quarterback. And the Raiders, even though they're a well-coached team, they just they can't stop this Bills team. I have the Bills winning. Yeah, um the Bills are rolling, rolling, rolling right now. And I'm not about to bet against them. Like I was saying with the Chiefs. I gotta go with the Bills as well. Although I do love the Raiders as a sleeper to beat some good teams. Uh, I don't anticipate the Raiders beating the Bills here. You know, Josh Allen just playing out of his mind Uh, and Raiders don't have such a great roster to be able to compete with uh, this Bill's offense, especially. And I think that this Bill's defense can, you know, they remind people of what they were last year. I think that the Bill's offense is kind of taken uh, and credit to Josh Allen for kind of taking the stage here and taking prominence, but this Bill's defense does still have, and, you know, they played a bit worse than people expected, but, they still do have a lot of playmakers, so I'm going with the Bills to win this one. All right, on to the Eagles 49ers. I think this game is very, very interesting. I, I have a feeling I know what you're going to pick, but I'm I am going to talk to the Eagles. Much. Oh, really? You got the Eagles? I think that was going to be my pick, but I'm not. Okay, you can go on. I can see it going either way, but I don't think Garoppolo is going to play. And I just think that I'm not saying the Eagles are an elite team, but they have elite talent, and they'll be able to capitalize on playing a – a not well and it's just a uh, depleted 49ers team. Yeah, this is very interesting because, you know, if the four, if the Giants had kept it close, you know, played a good game against the 49ers, then I think the pick for Eagles to win this game would be a lot easier because, you know, in my opinion, the Eagles are a lot better than the Giants. So the fact that the 49ers kept it close with the Giants shows that, you know, the Eagles could win. But, the 49ers just look so dominant, although it was a bad team. That leads me to believe that, you know, they can do anything. or You know, they can be great no matter, not no matter, but of course they can be great even with so much of their roster injured. So, you know, that has me, you know, leading a bit more towards the 49ers here. Both teams are very depleted with their injuries. And I think the Eagles just have not had a game they're one and two right now, and they put up 16 points in the game that they've won. And I think this 49ers defense is still pretty good. Yeah. Oh, man, this is a hard decision. Is Jimmy, Gar- is Jimmy Garoppolo supposed to play? If Garoppolo plays, I take the 49ers. If Garoppolo doesn't, I take the Eagles. Well, you got we to gotta make a pick now. I take the Eagles. Man, wait. Can I look up Jimmy Garoppolo's injury status? Yes. This is a hard yeah. pick. Okay. I, I 100% agree. It's a very hard pick. I mean, because I think, you know, like I was saying, it's so impressive that the 49ers were able to pull off this victory uh, against the Giants with such an injury depleted team. But then again, the Giants are worse than the 40, or Giants are worse than the Eagles. And the Eagles, you know, just got a tie. Uh, the Eagles haven't won yet. Ah, You know what? I'm going to go with the 49ers in this. All right. Eagles haven't won a game uh, their offense hasn't really done anything as of yet. And although that they are, although they, although they are injured, hopefully they can get some guys back, which will help me with this prediction. I got it. Wait, did I say Eagles? Cause I meant 49ers, whatever I said, I'm picking the 49ers to win this game. Um, yeah, 49ers win this game just based on, you know, they're a better coach team and they're trending in the right direction right now. Whereas the Eagles, they haven't even won a game yet. All right. And to the last game, you can you can say your pick first. I mean. Um, yeah, so Falcons-Packers, I've got, I got the Packers winning this one, of course. Packers are rolling so much, and they're going to eat alive this Falcons secondary. It's looking terrible with or without Devontae Adams, although hopefully with because he's on my fantasy team. But, um, yeah, this is an easy pick. You know, great offense against terrible defense. Packers are rolling. They're going to get another win in advance to 4-0. You know what? We haven't been bold at all this episode. I'm gonna pick the Falcons. No way. Do you there's not a lot of places to pick. I I don't try to be bold to be bold. You know, I just try to pick the do the picture. I could If that happens, happens to be bold. I'm gonna do it. What? I honestly think it could go either way. I truly think that the Falcons are a team that are just. Oh, also, do you yeah. think that Gase or uh, Quinn is fired before Gase? Gates Gates is fired before Thursday, though. Before what? Thursday. No, no. Mm -hmm. I think that the Falcons are going to come out, and they're going to win. This Falcons team reminds me of the Lions a bit. I don't know what it is. The Falcons and the Lions just feel kind of like very, very similar teams. And the the Packers usually struggle against the Lions, besides for this year, which (laughs) they didn't. I could honestly see this being a very surprise win. And that's not saying that I think the Packers are a really, 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 really good team. The Packers are going to lose a few stupid games here and there because they usually do that like the Bears do. I mean, they just lost to the Chargers last year. That's all that you're thinking about. I mean, I, th- I can think of a few more. I can't think of them. I mean, more. as long as they don't get too cocky because it is the Falcons, you know, that, that could be the death of them. But if they, you know, just, they play their game. I cannot, you know, there's no way I'm betting against the Packers right now. There's no way I'm betting on this 0-3 Falcons, Falcons team. Are an team. I are team. What? I don't think the Falcons are an 0-4 team. I mean, I think on four, I don't see them as an 0-4 team either, but considering the competition, like, you know, there's, they're definitely, their talent is way better than their record will show, but I don't think that's going to stop the, the Packers from beating them. And, um... Shoot, I had something else to say, but I think I'm forgetting it. I'm going, pa- I'm going Falcons. I'm very likely wrong. <laughs> you All can't right. say that. You got to make your pick, man. I'm very if likely can- wrong. I- now I- you can back I down. A- you can- I have, I have a gut feeling that the Falcons will win this, and I'm okay, gonna. Go and with you got You got to just go with it. I am. I'm going with the, my gut. I'm going with the Falcons. I said okay. the Packers will very likely prove me wrong because they're the better team. Yeah, my I gut is me one here. thing, and I'm following my gut. I'm just thinking, I I was going to say something, but I forgot. Maybe it'll come to me. Give me one second. But no, I don't know. Just that Packers are a better team, basically. And that's, that's, that's that.